The message you're about to listen to is produced by CRIC Media. Today we're looking at spirit-driven success. Spirit-driven success. And this is something that is very dear to my heart because one of my assignments in life is to teach the body of Christ how to live according to the Spirit. See that? One of my callings is to teach the body of Christ how to live according to the Spirit. So let's define our terms, what is success? What is success? Number one, success is the obtaining of a goal. Whenever you achieve a goal, that is success. See? Number two, success is the progressive realization of goals and targets that are in line with your God-given destiny. I repeat, success is the progressive realization of goals and targets that are in line with your God-given destiny. The Lord gave me this definition based on Philippians 3, from verse 12 to 14. It says, not that I have, I have already attained, or I'm already perfected. You see it? Not that I'm already attained, or I'm already perfected. It says, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. See? Because as a child of God, you were saved for a purpose. You were saved for a purpose. It says, brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended. In other words, I have not reached the goal, the ultimate goal for my life. But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the price of the upward call of, of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So we say success is the progressive realization of goals and targets that are in line with your God-given destiny. Number three, we said success is the day-to-day accomplishment of goals and targets that are in line with your God-given destiny. Success is a day-to-day accomplishment of goals and targets that are in line with your God-given destiny. This is based on Genesis 24, verse 12. It says, Then he said, O Lord God of my master Abraham, please give me success this day. Success is a day-to-day accomplishment of goals and targets that are in line with your God-given destiny. In other words, if you're going to be successful, you must learn to maximize each day. See, and that's why Psalm 90 verse 12 says, teach us to number our days that we might apply our hearts unto wisdom. Teach us to number our days that we might apply our hearts unto wisdom. Psalm 90 verse 12, that was the old King James. All right, number four, what is success? Success is becoming what you were born to be, doing what you were born to do, and having what you were born to have. Success is Becoming what you were born to be, doing what you were born to do, and having what you were born to have. It could also be expressed as becoming all that you were ordained to be, doing all that you were ordained to do, and having all that you were ordained to have. Simply put, 
Success is fulfilling your destiny. The true measure of success is the fulfillment of your destiny and purpose for existence. So if you want to know as a child of God if you're successful, you don't measure success with things. It's whether you're fulfilling your purpose and destiny. What does it mean to be driven? Driven sleeping means, one, very determined to success, to succeed. Very determined to succeed. Number two, having a compulsive or urgent quality. Having a compulsive or urgent quality. Three, propelled or motivated by something. So the Holy Ghost wants to lead you to success. He wants to give you reasons to succeed. Several years ago, the Holy Spirit said to me, if you will recognize me as a person, I will thrust you ahead of those you've envied in August 2002. I will never forget that day. He said, if you recognize me as a person, I will thrust you ahead of those you've envied. And if you notice people who recognize the Holy Spirit, you will notice that they are always successful. You see that? And their success comes fast. It's, it's there. Go, go observe people who have worked closely with the Holy Spirit, whether it's Karen Coleman. Well, they're, they're all there. See, it says, if you recognize me as a person, I will thrust you ahead of those of envy. In other words, the speed of your success will be determined by your recognition and your relationship with the Holy Spirit. The speed of your success will be determined by your recognition and your relationship with the Holy Spirit. Then and day I recognize that without God's help, I will not be able to make it in life and ministry. In Isaiah 119, in the Living Bible, the Living Bible, it says, if you only let me help you, I'll make you rich. So if you allow God to help you, the Holy Ghost is your helper. See, it's your assigned help from God to reach your destination. When the Spirit of God comes into a man or woman's life, it comes to help us to equip and empower us to fulfill destiny. One of the primary reasons why the Holy Ghost is in your life is to help you fulfill destiny. It comes to help facilitate our God-given destiny. It's with us all the way until our destiny is fulfilled. That's why the Bible calls him our helper. In John 14, and I'm going to read verse 16 to 17, and um, I want you to take note of the word. It says, I'll, I'll pray the Father, and he will give you another helper. You see that? I'll pray the Father, and he will give you another helper. The word is parakletos. See? Parakletos. It refers to a standby, a helper, a comforter, an encourager. It refers to someone that's called alongside to help you. See? The Holy Ghost is your destiny facilitator. I'm going to say it again. The Holy Ghost is your destiny facilitator. There are a lot of things I saw in God's word about the Holy Spirit that really, really impacted my life. For instance, I learned from the word of God that the Holy Spirit is the one that announces you. See, there are people who want to be great. You cannot become great without the Holy Spirit. Let me give you a few instances. In Judges 6 verse 34, the Bible says, But the Spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon, then he blew the trumpet, 
and the Abyssalite gathered behind him. Now, this man was not known. But when the Holy Spirit came upon him, he amplified his voice. The Holy Spirit would amplify your voice. If you look at Luke 4 verse 14 in the Old King James, the Bible says, And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit, and there went out of fame of him through all the region round about. So it's the Holy Spirit that announces you. You have a product, the Holy Ghost is what announces you. If you observe ministries that celebrate and recognize the presence and the presence of the Holy Spirit, you will notice that their work goes to the ends of the earth. There are many names I could call. In, for instance, Catherine Coleman, Pastor Benny, Pastor Chris. You see, you notice that the, the ministry, it just, it just amplifies the ministry. It goes real fast. See, when you recognize the Holy Spirit, any ministry that's going to reach the ends of the earth must recognize the Holy Spirit. You see that? If you observe, for instance, Bishop David Yeripo, he recognizes the Holy Spirit. The work of their ministry, if you notice the ministry, most of the things that are done there, but the Lord said, the Lord said, the Lord said. See, if you are going to be influential in life, you must recognize the person of the Holy Spirit. If you look at the business world, men like Hyundai, he follows the voice of the Holy Spirit. See, if you want to succeed as a child of God, then you must realize that the Holy Spirit is not just in your life or speaking in tongues alone. It's there to help you fulfill destiny. It's there to help amplify your impact. In John 14, verse 16, once again, hear the words of Jesus. And I'll pray the Father, and he will give you another comforter. See, the old King James says, another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. See, the Holy Ghost came to make our lives better. See, it will give you another comforter. Look at Ecclesiastes 4, verse 1. Ecclesiastes 4, verse 1. It says, so I returned and considered all the oppressions that are done under the sun. And behold, the tears of such as were oppressed, and they had no comforter. And on the side of the oppressors, there was power, but they had no comforter. See, the Holy Ghost is the answer to what is happening in the world today. You see, the oppressed had no comforter. The oppressors had no comforter. Which means when men and women begin to recognize the Holy Spirit, there will be a change in our world. And if you notice, there are many ministries and many denominations who put the Holy Spirit at the background. Child of God, if we are going to have God's order, then the Holy Spirit must be given due recognition in the presence of God's people or in the midst of God's people. The Bible tells us that where two or three are gathered in my name, they are mine in the midst of them. Jesus is in our midst through the power of the Holy Spirit. It's in our midst through the power of the Holy Spirit. It's one that brings the presence of Jesus to us. It's one that brings the presence of the Father to us. So you need to start recognizing the Holy Spirit. And if you're going to live the Christian life to its fullest, you must recognize the presence of the Holy Spirit. Now, there's something interesting about the Holy Spirit. What Peter did not become when, when Jesus was on earth, it became after Jesus was translated to heaven or ascended to heaven. And the Holy Spirit made Peter into what Jesus wanted him to be. The same Peter who denied Jesus before a little girl 
became bold to speak for thousands of people because the Holy Spirit has come. It's the Holy Ghost that makes you what God wants you to be. And that's why you need to recognize the person of the Holy Spirit. Let me just share with you a few things the Holy Spirit will do in your life. John 14, verse 16 again. And I want us to look at it in the Amplified Version. John 14, 16. It says, and I'll take the Father and he'll give you another comforter. It says, Counselor. The Holy Spirit is your master strategist. It will give you strategies to excel. We're going to look at it later. Then it says your helper, your intercessor. It will give you the right language to pray. He's your advocate. You see, when you pray, the Holy Ghost gives you the right words to communicate with God. He's your strengthener and your standby that he may remain with you forever. You see, the Holy Spirit brings us the abiding presence of God the Father. And the more you recognize the Holy Spirit, the more the presence of God will manifest in your life. He says, and I'll pray to Father, and I will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. You see that? He says, the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, the unbeliever cannot receive the Holy Spirit. See, if you're not born again, you are limited in life. The Holy Spirit is God. You need to know that. The Holy Spirit is God. You say, why would he say that? All right. Are you aware that the Holy Spirit made you? In Job 33 verse 4, the Bible says, The Spirit of God has made me, and the breath of the Almighty gives me life. Don't forget the word spirit is what ruach, which means breath. See, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God has made me, and the breath of the Almighty has given me life. The Holy Spirit is God. Don't forget John 4 verse 24 says God is a spirit. God is a spirit. See, when you look at it in the Oki Jim, it says God is a spirit. Now, if God is a spirit and we talk about the spirit of God, we're looking at the essence of God. Because the Holy Spirit is the spirit of God and God is a spirit. You see that? The Holy Spirit is the, is the creative power of God personified. Because the Bible tells us, by his spirit, he garnished the heavens. By his spirit, he garnished the heavens. So you need to know that the Holy Spirit has the creative power of God. Look at Acts 5, Acts 5, verse 3 to 4. Acts 5, 3 to 4. Now look at this. It says, But Peter said, Ananias, why I said, and feel your heart, to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep by part of the price of the land for yourself. Notice it said they lied to the Holy Spirit. Verse 4 says, Why is it remain? Was it not your own? After I was sold, was it not in your control? Why have you conceived this thing in your heart? You have not lied to man, but to God. You see that? So we can see based on this verse that the Holy Spirit is God. We have proven from two verses. The Spirit of God is the essence of God because God is a spirit. Are we together? All right. So we haven't, haven't known that. We need to proceed on forward. What are certain things the Holy Spirit would do for you? We said it will help you fulfill your destiny. It's obvious. It says, the, look at verse 16 again. It says, and I'll pray the Father that he may give you another comforter. It says, that, will, that he may abide with you forever. Then verse 17 says, The spirit of whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him or knows him, but you know him, 
for he dwells with you and shall be in you. You see that? So it says the Holy Spirit dwells with me and shall be in me. So that refers to two experiences here. The Holy Spirit with me and in me. That means the Holy Spirit is always with you and always in you. All right, look at a few things here. One of the first things the Holy Spirit does in your life to bring success into your life is it gives you a vision. It gives you a vision. The Holy Spirit reveals God's plans to us. The Holy Spirit, it reveals God's plans to us. You cannot know the mind of God without the Holy Spirit. It's impossible. In 1 Corinthians 2 verse 9, the Bible says, I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered in the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Now, look at this. It says, God has prepared for those who love him. That means there are things God has prepared for you. There are things God has made ready for you. You see that? And when you follow the voice of the Holy Spirit, it leads you, it shows you what God has prepared for you. In verse 10, look at verse 10. It says, but God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, hear the deep things of God. In my life, for instance, everywhere I've lived, everywhere we've done our church, has been by the leading of the Holy Spirit. See, it, it, it reveals God's plans to you. It reveals God's plan. How did I come to this city? I was reading my Bible, and I saw in Matthew 4, verse 16, that those who sat in darkness saw a great light. To them that sat in the region and shadow of death, Light is sprung up. And I knew I was supposed to come to Bayonsa. See that? I knew I was supposed to come to Bayonsa based on Matthew 4, verse 16. And amazingly, I moved down here. And um, when I was squatting with someone in a place called Ibogene, I asked the Holy Spirit, I said, um, where would you want us to, to begin or where do you want me to stay? He said, I should go to a place called Agudama. And um, I went to Agudama and... Um, he told me, I'll, I'll give you a four-bedroom apartment in Agudama. And they told me then, they said, you can't find a four-bedroom apartment in Agudama. You, you have to go all the way to a place called Akeki. And um, we got to Agudama, and I saw this one-bedroom apartment, and I went to the owner of the place. I said, I want to rent your place. Uh, it's a one-bedroom apartment. He said, no, it's not a one-bedroom It's a four-bedroom apartment. My brother said, nobody will rent a four-bedroom in Agudama. It's only a one-bedroom apartment. So I actually demarcated it. I said, that's what we wanted. So we had to break the wall, and we had a four-bedroom apartment, and nobody knew I was coming from, from Benin to Bayelsa, and God said, oh, give me a four-bedroom apartment, but he had prepared the four-bedroom apartment for me before I got here. See, you've got to understand that the Holy Ghost is there to show you God's plan, to lead you in line with God's plan. Then we started the church in the building in Agudama. Then the Lord spoke to me again. He said uh, the place he wants us to move to as a church is a place called Bicast. So we went to see the man and said, um, the, the man in charge of the property, the, the, the building, and uh, we got to the place while Bicast was at Gudama, and uh, we said, um, we want to use the place for a church. And um, first of all, uh, forgive me, let me go back a little. I went to see the chaplain, and uh, a chaplain that lives on the property. I told the daughter to go talk to her dad. And uh, the man said, um, he has no uh, proper uh, powers to do that for me. So, which means 
the chaplain couldn't help me. So I went to see this particular man that was in charge of the property, and I said I went to use it for our church. He said, um, um, they told him that, sorry, they told him, young man I sent, that they would not be able to use the property because his church would want to use it. You see that? His church would want to use it. He said, only thing we are going to do is for a Wednesday service. So we started using a Wednesday service. He said, when his church wants to use it, then we have to quit. And amazingly, watch this, his church never used it. We ended up using it for our Wednesday and our Sunday services. Why? Because it was prepared for us from the foundation of the world. And amazingly, listen to this, everything we have used as a church for our services, we were the first to use it. They say you cannot use government property for, for services. We use bikers. They said they will never give NUJ for the church. We are the first to use NUJ. Now there's a church at NUJ. Where we're using right now and we bought, the Lord led us there. See, the Holy Ghost reveals to you what God has prepared for you. There are some of us who are actually moving in a direction of, of life that was never ordained for us by God. See, when you follow the path God has ordained for you, you start meeting, what you can't, you start meeting and receiving what God has prepared for you. See, it says, I has not seen or ear heard as in the heart of man. So you can't reason out your destiny. The Holy Ghost will show you what God has planned for you. It says, but God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. Look at verse 11. It says, for what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of a man which is in him. Even so the things of God knows no man except the spirit of God. Look at verse 12. It says, now we have received not the spirit of the word, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us by God. Do you know there are things God ordained for you in the earth? Are you aware of it? But you only find out if you fellowship with the Holy Spirit. See, if you fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And we're going to teach you how to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Because there are many of you who are having a difficult life because you're not following the leading and the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Look at Jesus. In his destiny, Jesus is supposed to enter Jerusalem on a donkey. And he told his disciples, he said, go to the village that is near you. You'll find an ass tied to his colt, which no man has ridden on, and bring it to me. If they ask you, tell them the Lord has need of it. So the disciples went there. They were losing the ass. And they said, why are you losing it? They said, the Lord has need of it. And they brought the ass back to Jesus. And he entered into Jerusalem, fulfilling destiny based on divine revelation. There are many of you who, the things God ordained for you, you're not getting them. You're not seeing them because of the fact that you're trying to reason out your destiny. If you will learn to follow the Holy Spirit, it will lead you to the right place. You see that? It will lead you to the right place. I can tell you stories again and again where a man of God will go to a place for something God told him to do, and God will say, this is the place. See, there's a place for you. And it's the Holy Ghost that shows you your place, your place in life, your place in destiny, and the things you need for that place. All right, let's, let's move on. So we said, number one, he reveals God's plans to you. He gives you, he shows you God's vision for your life. In John 16, verse 13, in the Old King James, and this is so beautiful. It says, Howbeit, or however, when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. 
For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, shall he, that shall he speak. And he, watch this, and he will show you things to come. In other words, he will show you your future. The Holy Ghost will show you your future. Give it to me in the NLT. The Holy Ghost will tell you about the future. It says, when the Spirit of truth comes, it will guide you into all truth. It will not speak on its own, but will tell you what he has heard. It will tell you about the future. The Holy Spirit. It will show you the things God wants to do with you. And that's why you need a fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Most of the things we are doing today, the Lord told us. He told us about the TV. He told us to come to Bayelsa. He told us about virtual service. He told us about daily advantage. He gave us a name. He gave us a name for uh, skills, for, for, the, for the morning broadcast we do on TV. It, it, see, the Holy Ghost is behind it. If you will learn to fellowship with the Holy Spirit, you have a more colorful or beautiful life. If you're bored, I'll tell you the fact that you are ignoring the Holy Spirit because it's the Spirit of joy. He will bring excitement and adventure into your life. In Acts 2 verse 17, the Bible says, And it shall come to pass in the last day, says God, that I'll pour my spirit upon all flesh. It says, Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. The Holy Spirit will give you visions. And what is a vision? A vision is a revelation of God's plan and purpose for your life. A vision is a revelation of God's plan and purpose for your life. Secondly, a vision is a revelation of God's redemptive plan and your role in it. A vision is a revelation of God's redemptive plan and your role in it. See, the Holy Ghost is the one that lets you know this is what God wants you to do, God wants you to do with your life, and this is why God wants you to do it. See, the Holy Ghost gives your life meaning. Think about it. Peter, who chickened down before a girl, became a bold man before thousands. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. It gives you a sense of purpose. It gives you a sense of destiny. You know this is why you were born. See, there's nothing as beautiful as knowing you were born for a reason. And that's what the Holy Ghost gives to you. It gives your life a meaning. The Holy Ghost gives your life a meaning. A meaning. Child of God, it's important you start relating and fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. Now let's look at Acts 16, beginning from verse 6, and we'll read all the way to 10. I want you to see this. It says, Now when they had gone through Phrygia and the region of Galatia, they were forbidden by the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia. The Holy Spirit didn't allow them to preach the word in Asia. Next. It says, After they, they had come to Mysia, they are said to go to Bithynia, but the Spirit forbade them not. See, the Holy Ghost didn't allow them to go. Look at verse 8. It says, and passing by Mysia, came down the trials. Next. It says, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night. Who gives visions? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. It gives your life a sense of purpose, a sense of destiny. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a man of Macedonia and prayed him, saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. Verse 10. 
And after he has seen the vision, immediately we endeavored to go into Macedonia, assuredly gathering that the Lord has called us for to preach the gospel to them. So how did Paul know who to go preach to? The Holy Ghost. It gives you a sense of purpose and destiny. You see that? If you look at Acts 13, verse 2 to 3. Acts 13, verse 2 to 3. The Bible says, as they ministered to the Lord and fasted. As the minister to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, Separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work whereunto I have called them. The Holy Ghost reveals your God-given assignment to you. The Holy Ghost reveals your God-given assignment to you. If you want to know why you are born, then you need a relationship with the Holy Spirit. See, you must, you, you must have that relationship. Because without it, you may miss your place in destiny. It says, separate me, Barnabas and Saul, watch this, for the work whereunto I've called them. Who called them? The Holy Spirit. See, Jesus called the Holy Spirit the Lord of the harvest. See, he's the Lord of the harvest. He's the one that sends us. Look at verse 3. It says, and after... And when they had fast, fasted and prayed and laid their hands on them, they sent them away. Verse 4 says, and being sent forth by the Holy Ghost. See, being sent forth by the Holy Ghost. So you can see the Holy Ghost is one that ushers you to destiny. See, he ushers you to destiny. Before Jesus began his ministry, the Holy Ghost was there. See, it will show you this is what God wants you to do in your life. This is where God wants you to go. But many people just reason out their success and try to work it out by their effort, by their effort, and at the end of the day, everything crumbles. But when the Holy Ghost builds your life, you'll be a marvel to the world. See, you'll be a marvel to the world. It reveals God's vision to you. It shows you this is what God wants you to be. And when you follow it, you cannot fail. You see that? You cannot fail. So that's number one. The Holy Spirit reveals God's plan to you. It gives you a vision for your life. All right. Number two. It gives us wisdom. The Holy Spirit gives us wisdom. It equips us with insights and strategies for success. The Holy Spirit equips us with insights and strategies for success. If you will learn to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit, you will not fail. In Genesis 41, 38 to 39, there's an interesting thing here. Listen to what Pharaoh said to Joseph. And Pharaoh said unto his servants, Can we find such a one as this is, a man in whom the Spirit of God is? Next. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, as much as God has showed thee all this, there is none so discreet and wise as thou art. In other words, when the Holy Ghost comes into your life, wisdom comes into your life. Because the Holy Spirit is a spirit of wisdom. You see that? The Holy Spirit is a spirit of wisdom. Let's look at Isaiah 11, 2-3. Isaiah 11, 2-3. It says, the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. 
See, the Holy Spirit is the spirit of wisdom. It shall make him a quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. See, the Holy Ghost, it will augment your capacity for, for mental cap- cap- comprehension. You, you are able to understand things faster. See, the reason you're not doing well academically because you're not recognizing the Holy Spirit. See, I've learned from my own experience that the more I, I recognize the Holy Spirit, everybody I talk to about the Holy Spirit, um, this is what I want to do, or Holy Spirit, how do you see this? Or, you know, you just talk to him. Prayer is talking to God. So how do you fellowship with the Holy Spirit? One way, just talking to him. Holy Spirit, um, there's this, I'm just concerned about this issue. Just talk to him. If you amaze you, you will hear a still small voice in your spirit. There's something we've been, we've been praying about. There's something we wanted to do. And um, it require for us to make a contact out of the country to be responsible for that so that we can have that link. And um, they mentioned someone to me, and I said, "Let me give me some time. And uh, I wasn't getting the freedom of my spirit. And um, I had people I knew out of the country. I, I didn't have the, the freedom. But this morning, by, by four, and I was on my knees praying, and I asked the Holy Spirit. I said, Holy Spirit, who should do this thing? And like clockwork immediately. And he said, so and so. And I said, really? So yeah. So we're going to contact the person outside the country after this service. And we'll be able to do that thing we've been trying to do for a long time. See, it, the Holy Spirit, it gives you strategies. Strategies. See, if you learn to follow the Holy Spirit, you can minimize your frustrations. If you learn to follow the Holy Spirit, you can minimize your frustrations. Look at Exodus 31, 1, 2, and 3. Exodus 31, 1, 2, and 3. Look at this. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, verse 2, See, I have called by name Bezalel, the son of Huri, the son of all of the tribe of Judah. Verse 3. And I have filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom. Notice, when the Spirit of God comes, wisdom comes. And in understanding, and in knowledge, and in all manner of workmanship. Now, the word workmanship there um, refers to occupation, refers to whatever you do. Your job, whatever your job is. So the Holy Ghost, he gives us the Holy, sorry, the Lord gives us the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost so that we can do our work. But the word is melaka, melaka, M-E-L-A-K-A, melaka. Melaka means ministry. It means employment. It means work. See, it means business. It means occupation. You see that? So whatever your work is, or your business is, or your employment is, or your ministry is, the Holy Ghost can give you wisdom, strategy to do it well. So if you fail in life, child of God, I can trace it to one of many things, which is you were not fellowshipping and depending on the leadership of the Holy Spirit. I can trace it there. It says, I fill them with the Spirit of God in wisdom, in understanding, in knowledge, and in all manner of workmanship. Give it to us in a message translation. Message translation. 
It says, I have filled him with the Spirit of God. Look at what the Spirit of God does. Giving him skill and know-how and expertise in every kind of craft. That means the Holy Ghost fills you with know-how, fills you with skill, fills you with expertise in any craft you're in. So it's impossible for you to say you are failing because you're obeying the Holy Spirit. No, no, you don't know the Holy Spirit because it's in you to make a success out of your life. So child of God, I want you to give it a deep thought. I want you to think about what you're hearing today. Do you know the Holy Spirit? Thank you for listening to this message. As we preach the full message of this new life, our goal is to raise the people who are like Jesus by exposing them to the influence of God's Word and His Spirit in an atmosphere of love so that they may be able to take the love of God, the Word of God, and the healing power of God to every individual within their sphere of contact. For more information on how you can get other messages by Apostle David Wiley Fessor, visit us at Charismatic Renaissance International Church, Kilometer 9 and 10, along Isaac Borough Expressway, Birubulu, Yenegua, Bayonso State. You can also visit our website at crichurch.org. Follow us on Facebook at Charismatic Renaissance or call 003 382-7072 or 005-120-4708. God bless you.